This is a Hey, how are you doing everyone? And welcome to the Teacher Parent Garden Club with my good self, Mr. Lee Connolly, the skinny jean gardener. Uh, a little humble brag at the start of this show today. I don't know if I'm allowed to even mention this yet. It's not been announced. Am I, should I mention it? Oh, I'll mention it to you. You'll mention it to my podcast friends. That I have been <coughs> announced as the UK's number one gardening educators. Uh, that's right, everybody. You are now speaking to an award winner in gardening education. So you're in safe hands today on the podcast, but you always have been. I mean, the last 470 episodes, you've always been in safe hands, right? Of course. Today, coming up, we are talking about 2023 gardening tools, gifts that I feel are going to help you uh, at school and at home. So, um... Let's get straight into it, and I'll explain more. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. It's great to speak to you. I am flying high. I feel so excited just to talk to you, just to be doing what I do. Honestly, it's it's an absolute privilege. Right, let's just get real right now. It's absolute privilege just to be able to sit here on a microphone, talk to you every single week, be able to visit schools, get involved in gardening education, being a UK's leading garden educator, sure, thanks very much. Uh, and uh, and just being a I feel so thankful at the moment. And and one of the reasons for that, right, is on Tuesday I headed into London into a big smoke, and uh, there was no smoke. And we went to the business design centre where there is the garden press event and I met some incredible people, old friends, new friends, gardening folk, uh, all with such energy, such positivity. I really felt the positivity from everyone this year. Last year, I don't know, I felt a bit flat last year, but this year I've come away with so much that um, that I just, I just feel very excited about the growing year and, and things to come. So uh, yeah, I've it's brilliant. If you've been in a, a, a podcast listener for a while, you know, we are coming up to 470-ish uh, episodes. I'm not sure what number we're on now. But you've you've seen the highs. You've heard the lows. And uh, at the moment, we're definitely on a high for 2023. Uh, coming up in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about a couple of the things that I saw, which I think might be of value to you. Some of them I was a bit like, meh. Not sure, sure. Maybe I'll mention them later in the podcast too. Also, I'll be down the bottom of the garden telling you what's going on down there, everybody. And we'll have a phone call. No, Olive today. All right, I'm sorry. Okay. She's. The idea was that before she went off to brownies, 
she would come in and record something with me. But she decided that her friends are more important. And I believe as uh, a father of a seven-year-old girl that I'm losing my little princess. And I don't know how you feel about that if you've got children. But uh, they, you know when people say, oh, they grow up so fast. Oh, yeah. They really do. They really do. So anyway, <laughs> I've went from a high to thinking about that and going to a low. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so anyway, so she's not going to be on the podcast today. Don't worry about it. She'll be back next week, no doubt. Um, right, let's get into it. So I went to Garden Press event, and then basically it's all the Garden Press. We all come together at one point and see the new uh, gadgets, gizmos and things uh, that are available or coming up to be available in store for us and for you right and number one thing that i found which i thought was great and very cost effective right was a recycled bird feeder which was basically made from old bottles which had all been smashed up and turned it into a recycled bird feeder now through audio you may think well that sounds okay but not that great but this was really designed really well like very modern design which is exactly what you wouldn't expect from a bird feeder and also so you'd think oh yeah look it's very nice design but it's going to cost a fortune they are only like a tenner i thought they were really a modern way i'm definitely i wish i got my hands on one when i was there actually i definitely get my hands on one of those then also the biggest thing and it always does seem to be a big thing uh at these press events is peat free compost now you know i talk about this a lot we've got this part of the school garden success plan but uh peat free compost is it's difficult to find some good stuff right and i'll be trying a few different ones over the year I know my good friend and us, our fellow uh, podcaster, Mr. Richard Suggett, he also is trying different uh, compost on his YouTube channel and on his podcast as well. Uh, because peat free is a hard thing to get right. Uh, last year, I used uh, Plant Grow as part of my school show gardens, and that seemed to work really well. There's a few different brands bringing stuff out. But it really is about making it right. What is the right mix for, especially for what I do with School Garden Success, a successful growing experience. And that's something that we've all got to work out in the industry uh, to make it uh, super important. Maybe I tell you what, not next week because we're doing a, a book one next week, but maybe the week after we'll talk about Pete Free a little bit more because I'd love to, even though I've been talking about it on the podcast for a while, that story continues to be quite an interesting one. So we'll have a look into that. If you fancy it, drop me a message. But peat free compost was a big thing there that we all need to uh, to get behind. And there's companies really making a difference uh, and making strides to make that happen. So those are the first two things that I found. Again, all very eco-friendly, which is what we want from our industry, everybody. And could be helpful for you in your own school garden or at home. Now, more coming up later on in today's show. But before that, I think it's time for your phone calls. 
Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello there, Lee. It's Kevin McLeod here from Grand Designs. I hear you're going to be at the show in a few weeks' time, and I can't wait to see you. So, give me a call back. Hello, Lee. It's Martin Lewis here. Just uh, to let you know that I heard you're going to be my warm-up act at Ideal Home Show, and I cannot wait. So, uh, call me back. It's Martin. Hello, mate. It's Adam Frost here. How you doing, fella? Um, just getting in touch with you because uh, I heard you're going to be at Ampton Court and uh, Ampton. And uh, I just wondered if uh, I could uh, just let me know what time you're on because I'd love to come and watch you on stage doing your thing. Hello there, Lee. It's Monty Don here, and I'm just getting in contact. Something really quite important that I wanted to talk to you about. Straight away. The only thing worse than them two waking me up in the morning would be this guy, Mr. Stuart Jackson. Hello, mate. That's not a nice thing to say. Not when I was selling your <laughs> show today. Mate, thank you so much for showing They it. couldn't stop like... laughing. Really? Oh, <laughs> it was amazing. We had, we had an air out in the rain. And then I said, right, we're going to go and warm up and watch Lee. Um, oh, mate, oh it was, they, they didn't stop laughing. It was so funny. It's the only class Can that you... hasn't seen it. Oh, right. Wow. We have seen it. Can you believe it? it's been a whole year since then, Stu? Yeah, was, yeah. I don't know what's happened. But something's happened, isn't it, between now and then? It's, uh, we, yeah, I know. I just can't believe how. <laughs> Fast, that's gone. Yeah, it's gone yeah, really fast. Yeah. What did all the kids think about but, it? looking back on it? Yeah, they've rem they remembered lots about it. Well, it's obviously because we do it every week, but and then I, I sort of brought in the success plan as well and told them this this is what started your idea, and oh. and they're going to be involved in it from next year, so or from September. So it they were just, just they kept why is he always asleep yeah. <laughs> i said because you work so hard that's what i told him i told him you work so hard that you, you need his sleep I need my sleep man. i definitely needed my sleep on that tour there literally was three of us in a room at a time so no wonder we uh i didn't get a lot of sleep i could have chose a better picture i could have took the wednesday picture we when you get there there's people to see what i mean just look at yep. his eyes when you see the Wednesday <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, you, you literally, throughout this film, you see the slow decline of Lee Connolly. <laughs> yeah, you worked rather hard that week, boy, didn't you? Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, how are you, yeah. mate? Anyway, you I'm fine, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just didn't, couldn't make it this afternoon, but I've had an email to say that they want me on one of the other ones, so... Oh, I really hope I'm on the same one as you because, uh, again, I'd love to be do doing it again. It was really fun. Was um, it good? Do you have lots, yeah, it was, lots of schools? Yeah, I think there was about 33 altogether that turned up. Oh, um, brilliant. Which was nice. And uh, we talked a lot and I put my own unique 
perspective on some of the ideas that was out there, which is good. But a, a lot of the questions, so anyone that doesn't know, there was like an RHS like question school gardening thing today. And a lot of the questions were like about funding, about getting um, getting free free equipment. Um, yeah. How do we get community involved? And a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, a lot of my answers were based around tell the parents. Yeah. Because it's surprising how many schools I visit that the parents don't actually know what's going on. I'm going to say I love my, my daughter's school. They're absolutely wicked. Mm. Uh, but even we didn't know they were growing broad beans last year until they, they ended up coming back. Yeah. Did they do them in a jam jar or a plastic bag? They didn't know anything. They just did them straight into pots. Oh, oh. We, also, we also got, I think I might have mentioned it last year, we also got like a sock. We didn't know, oh, we didn't the, know what The grass did one. Yeah, the grass sock. Yeah, yeah it was grass in the end, we found out. So, um, yeah, don't do that at our school. <laughs> I had no. five year olds plant in, what were they planting today? Um, nasturtiums and sunflowers today. Oh, that's cool, mate. Do you know that what was, I read? That was, that was in the maths lesson. <laughs> Brilliant. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you know what I really loved the other day is you tweeted about that picture of, um, was it Daft's coming through the onion bed? Yeah. That, to me, that sums up school gardening. That's how it should be. Mm. Um, they, they put things where they want them. It's not yeah. how my garden is at home, but it's not my garden. It's their garden. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, we better get on with this show. I just thought I'd ring in and wind you up yeah. a bit. That's all. Just to tell people, just to, to look at your eyes on the Wednesday. <laughs> All right, man. We've just got the first day. I look fresh as a daisy here. Yeah, fresh as a daisy, yeah. <laughs> You've only dropped two watering cans by then. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stu, so thanks for calling in, mate. That's all right, mate. Speak to you soon. Bye, Bye. Uh, Mr. Stuart Jackson, what an absolute legend. Well, 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 everyone, next week it is World Book Day, and it doesn't matter how many times I say to my daughter, please go dressed as me, please, please go dressed as your dad to World Book Day. It's not happening, is it? So if you, uh, this, is a this is an actual real competition, that if your child goes dressed to school like me, because I'm an author, they're going to get a free how to get kids gardening book, all right? A free how to get kids gardening book delivered by me, no posters and packaging, free if your child goes as me to World Book Day. Just just to like help my ego more than anything. Uh, but how to get kids gardening is available. If your child won't do that, how to get kids gardening is available right now at skinjingardener forward slash shop, skinjingardener.co.uk forward slash shop. Uh, for how to get kids gardening, the best children's gardening book in the world, probably. But I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, and it's only £10. So go get yours now at skinjingarner.co.uk forward slash shop, everybody. And remember that very ego driven competition. Extreme Gardening is back once again. And this week, 
we take the internet by storm by turning a prime bottle into something useful for gardening. That's right! This week, I don't know if you're a parent that knows about this, but Prime, brought out by KSI and Logan Paul, it, you, it's impossible to get a bottle. Honestly, impossible to get a bottle of Prime at the moment, but we have done it. We have gone to extra lengths to shop around and not pay a £10 a bottle for Prime. And this week on Extreme Gardening, on that search for Prime, we go out and get a bottle to turn into something so useful to get gardening adventures started. So if you want to find out what, maybe you're KSI and you're listening to this. Hey KSI, go and check out skinnygingardener.co.uk forward slash extreme for a gardening episode like no other. Are we primed for this episode? <clears throat> yes. Yes, we are. SkiJingana.co.uk forward slash extreme. The fantastic Mr. Stuart Jackson there while we were talking about uh, my school tour that I did wait three years ago now. That is scary how time flies, right? But I've got another school tour coming up this month in March. I'm going back on tour again uh, on another school tour, which I'm very excited about to see loads more children and get them gardening. Uh, anyway, right, back to what I was talking about earlier on. Hey, I want to tell you about, right, I want to tell you about some more stuff that I saw at the, uh, the Garden Press event. And one of the best things, and I've, I don't talk about them enough on here, right, they gave me a um, hot bin. You may have seen them. They are called the Ferrari. The Ferrari of composters, right? And I've had one for many years, and they work an absolute treat. Everything goes in there, all compost down. I got some beautiful stuff out of it the other month. It is amazing, right? I, I'm not quite sure how much they are now. I'm thinking, you know, they're not, they're not cheap, but... They're brilliant, okay? So if you're going for the best composter in the world, then hit them up. But they have now come out with... I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw it, right? Perfect for schools, okay? So if you're thinking about composting, a super-sized version. I wonder if I can find out. I'm not quite sure how much they are. Can I find out? And with the power of editing. You didn't even notice the, the stop, did you? Uh, they are uh, 480 quid. Another thing that I saw, which I thought was quite neat, was one of them, um, you know, you pop them into plants. Um, this is a rubbish description. Pop them into plants, and it lets you know when your plant needs to be watered. It's just a little battery-powered thing, and you press it, and it either lights up red or green, depending if it needs water. I thought it was really cool. I had, like, a little flower. The one we got had a little butterfly on top. Olive thought it was brilliant, and she's popped it in her plant already. So, it sort of worked. It's a fun thing for kids. And it's only like a tenner, which ain't too bad. If you're going to buy, say, a house plant or a plant outside, then we want to keep it alive. I suppose it 
it's, it's it makes it a success, right? So it's worth getting in that sense. But they're quite fun. I enjoyed them. Uh, those are two more things that I saw at Garden Press event. More coming up later on the show. But first, let's go and speak to George, the teacher, and go to the bottom of the garden. Hi guys, week eight of George's top teaching tips. Now, this one is to take every opportunity that is given to you. Any chance you get to develop in your subject knowledge or gather some qualifications from your school, take it. The school pay for it, so take it. Um, CPD is also vital in school. I know sometimes they can be a little bit um, tedious and not as relevant to certain subjects, but you never know. You might always learn something new within those CPD sessions, so I would go. Um, but any qualifications that come up, any courses, sometimes they normally get sent out by HR or by student services or reception. They send them out um, via school emails and make sure you always take those opportunities. For me, I drive, I have a minibus license now, which is fully paid for by the school. Um, and now that allows me obviously to take kids to fixtures when I'm traveling to other schools for competitions, it allows me to hire the minibus out for uh, trips or field trips or anything like that. D of E, my school does Duke of Edinburgh Award. Most schools do, some schools don't, but you can always have that qualification so you can go on the trips as well. Um, and yeah, that's really, really helped me. Also, you can use it outside of work. So as long as you hire it, hire it within a company that's local to the authority where you've got the qualification, but you can always drive a minibus as you've got the license outside of work. Also, sometimes, especially with um, coin centers or the SEN departments, or they normally call them sometimes communication centers, they send qualifications that will help you to differentiate or teach students with SEND needs. And I went on a course very recently, which was um, an impairment course. It was level one impairment course for visually impaired and um, hearing impairments for kids. And I took a lot from that and I learned how to differentiate my lessons to suit the needs of the kids that might not be able to see, giving them bigger fonts on texts that you'd give them or making them just simple things like seating plans, sitting closer to the whiteboards and all of those sort of things. Hearing impairments in PE, you might buy specialized equipment that might have ball, uh, bells inside of balls or um, you might give them, in my school, they have microphones with kids that are attached to their ears and you wear them around your necks so they can hear you when you're speaking and delivering instructions. It's really key. These small things go a long way for the kids and it really develops your teaching. So take every opportunity as you can. That is a big, big tip of mine. Thank you. Well, welcome to the bottom of the garden. Or well, down at the bottom of the garden, should I say. Um, where I've walked down here for probably the first time in the last two weeks. I'll tell you for why. I've been away on holiday. And if I'm honest with you, it's nice to come and just sit down and enjoy it for a second. And not come down to a mess. A few weeks ago, if you'd come down here, it was horrible. 
honestly absolute nightmare down here and at least I'm all sorted and tidy which I think is the best thing over winter you need to have a nice tidy area to at least get started and if you've not done it yet don't worry we've got a bit of time I'm not sowing seeds until around mid-March so don't panic yourself don't go in too early one thing I've got to think about and I'm going to do it this weekend which I can do uh, and you can sort of wait until the start of March usually it is the uh, I think it's Patrick's Day is the day that a lot of people do it but potatoes it's one of those things that I generally don't grow um, I think they're a bit boring sometimes <laughs> but Oliver's asked about it I think, you know, connecting potatoes and chips and to our general uh, food that we cook and eat is a good way to get children started. And it'll be the first time that I've done it with Olive, so it'll be an interesting one to see. I'm always learning with children's gardening. Um, the older Olive gets, the more things she's interested in. And potatoes this year is going to be one of those things. So I've got to see potatoes. I'm ready to go. Um, you would have... If you check out my uh, YouTube channel, uh, you'll be able to see on Extreme Gardening that we do something in Mars and with potatoes. Go check it out. It's a fun one. Um, but this weekend, we're actually going to plant them up. Uh, I need to think over the next few days what I'm going to plant them in. Because obviously, I'll, mean, I'll go through when we actually do it, how we're going to plant it. I don't know what I'm going to plant in, so it depends. But generally, uh, if you're on an allotment... You'll plant the seed potato in and then you'll carry on building up the soil around that as the growth comes through. It's very different to what you would do with other plants. You want to see greenery, right? With potatoes, you want to cover it up um, because then it pushes through and you grow more potatoes. And because we're in such a small space here, it's a fence panel by a fence panel big, this garden. Uh, we have to think a little bit more about that. And if I'm totally honest with you, until I've just sat down in this garden... I haven't thought that far ahead. How am I going to grow potatoes in such a small space? Um, so lots of lessons coming from this year around potatoes. Uh, Ten years doing children's gardening. And I know a lot of schools grow potatoes, which is great. This time I'm going to do it with my daughter. And uh, at seven years of age, it'll be the first time as father and daughter that we've grown them. Um, but it really is thinking about how we're going to get it into such a small space. I don't know if I mentioned this a few weeks ago with this garden, but me and Olive were sitting there chatting. And she was like, Dad, remember this has to be a family space for all of us to sit in. And we're running out of space. I don't want to overload it. I don't want to be on them gods that's like, whoa. Because I know, come a summer, when we've got beans growing, we've got pumpkins growing, strawberries growing, all those things are going to take over. And it's great if it's growing, but we want it to be an enjoyable space for us all to sit in and enjoy. Uh, and I need to remember that. That's very important. So down at the bottom garden, hopefully next weekend I'll tell you what we put these potatoes in. But if you've got any ideas in the meantime, uh, then send them over to me. I'd love to hear from you. But I'm thinking some sort of bag, sack that we can just slowly fill up with compost. That's my thoughts at the moment. But like I say... Love to hear about that and any ideas that you may have with growing potatoes in small spaces. Um, but for now, I'm going to get inside because it is cold. It is freezing cold down here. So, see ya in a minute in the studio. What a terrible ending. 
back into the warm now. And uh, yeah, I'll let you know how I got on with them potatoes next week, everybody. Um, right, so to round off my garden press, uh, what I found uh, for this year, which might be helpful to you uh, at school or at home. Um, I found some children's gardening tools, right? And you'll know from school garden success that um, the garden tools we use are quality and, uh, and f affordable, right? Uh, but I found some hand tools, which I thought... Brilliant. No, no, they weren't hand tools. Rewind. They were actual like spades and forks. And I thought, oh, they look cool. And then when I found out the cost, 50 quid each. Now, listen. I mean, the sort of garden I do, the sort of people that I teach gardening, the, the generation, like we're not spending 50 quid on a children's garden tool. I mean, that is ridiculous. Don't even bother making them. Surely, who's buying a £50 garden? It really, it really, uh, I turned my positivity into, uh, come on, come on, we can do better than that. Uh, but there was some gardening tools uh, there. There were some great water saving items, which I'll be using in some projects later in this year. There was one thing, I wasn't sure about this one. This is a, oh, what a negative end, everybody. I'm about to go into, there was a, <laughs> there was a, no, 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 I'm not laughing. There was a water feature, a battery power water feature. Brilliant idea, right? I thought, ah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, battery power water feature. Um, 20 quid, is it? Something like that. £180. £100. £180. What? What? Now, I'm not on Dragon's Den or nothing, but what? That's what, well, that's what I'd say if I was a dragon. What? Don't, don't understand it. Um, and also, uh, a really good thing as well, Green Fingers Charity, uh, saw them, we've got some good stuff um, coming up with them as well, I am, shall I announce it here, I might as well, they, I, they're they up for it, well, of course they are, because I'm going to be raising money for them, but through School Garden Success, we are going to donate um, a percentage of School Garden Success, for everyone that's sold, is going to be donated to, to the Green Fingers Charity, so watch out for that. That's in September. We're going to kick that off with Green Fingers. I've always wanted to connect something up and do something for them. And now with School Gun Success, I feel like we can do that. So please stand by uh, for that, everybody. Um, I'm very excited to uh, to do stuff with Green Fingers Charity. So overall, it's a great day. I mean, to be honest with you, it's great to see all these products and that, but it was just good to meet friends. And it really got me uh, thinking that that's, that's the main thing about gardening, right? I've, not the main thing. Obviously, growing your own food is important. But the main thing is, like, just being around people and enjoying time like, away from, for once, screens. Like, a place full of Instagrammers with not many phones, actually, which was nice. So, uh, yeah, a great day. Uh, so thank you to anyone that, uh, that that said hello and we got involved. It was really fun. I had a really great day. Um, right, everybody. Next week, like I said in the advert earlier on, is uh, it's World Book Day. Uh, hey, if you, uh, your child wants to go dress as me, free book. Um, let's go, can we do that? But surely if you've got the book already, Lee, you, it doesn't, you can gift it to someone else. Anyway. Uh, and we'll be talking about some of the best gardening books for children out there. Not just mine, but you can guarantee I'll be talking about it um, next week, everybody. Uh, for now, 
I am going to actually uh, head out into the garden. Uh, I'm going to get Olive. And we're going to go and plant some potatoes. It's going to happen. And there's a very exciting video about that uh, coming up next week, I believe. Yeah. Um, so thanks very much for listening, as always. Go rate and review if you've listened this far in, because I always do appreciate it. I really do. It makes a big difference to people, not just in Norway and China, but from around the world. Because, come on, UK. Where you at? Come on. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. I really do hope you have a fantastic weekend and week. I'm Lee Connolly, the Skinny Jean Gardener, and I... I'm out of here. Thank you.